Hello dreamers, doers, achievers. This one is a once in a while type episode where we give you the behind the scenes interview from a bigger video we've conducted because the interviews we do are part of a bigger production for really big videos. And this one comes from Evan Ellers, the founder of Sharing Excess. The video link will be in the description if you want to see the whole thing and see how it played out. But Nonetheless, here's the 20-plus minute interview we conducted with Evan about him sharing excess, the vision, and everything in between since they started three years ago. I have a dream. That's one small step for man. I am the greatest. You want something? Go get it. Period. So, uh, what's what's your name? Because I don't know. What, yeah. what's, your yeah. name, what's your name and title? <laughs> My name's Evan Ellers, and I'm the founder of Sharing Excess. And what's the impact you want to have with Sharing Excess? So, at Sharing Excess, we're trying to connect colleges and communities to reduce food waste and hunger. Um, we're more of a mission with a business rather than a business with a mission. Yo, wait. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Do sorry. Start once more because you might have yeah. gotten there. Okay, gotcha. That, we got it for the social yeah. media. No, yeah, that's good. All right. All right. Ready? Uh, yeah. yeah, so same impact, thing. impact you want to create just as you started. Cool. So Sharing Excess connects colleges and communities to reduce food waste and hunger. Uh, we're more of a mission with a business rather than a business with a mission. And we're a concept. At our core, we're pushing this idea that food should be shared and not wasted, especially when we're throwing out more than half of our food supply each year. And, and why did you create all this? So this was something that I honestly didn't expect for my life. Um, it was an occurrence that, that happened while I was a student at Drexel University. Um, I had a bunch of meal swipes in my dining account and I realized that I was having food waste, potentially food waste in my own life. And um, I decided to do that on, I decided to do something about that on a personal level. Um, and then it has since grown from scale to scale, but still with that core central idea that there is food that we are wasting and that food is better utilized feeding people who do not have the money to afford three meals per day. And was there any particular occurrences within the past two years since founding that stuck out to you in giving food or like any sort of catharsis moments within this founding uh, of this nonprofit? Yeah, I, I would say the moments that are most special and cherished are really just the ones that we have on an everyday basis with people on a, on a personal level. You know, when we're delivering food to them and their reaction and their smile is, is something that is so true and genuine. Um, it hits this innate chord in your heart where you have, you know, no other option but to be happy. And that's what's so addicting about this. And what I think everyone that's a part of our movement loves is the fact that you can make someone's day with food. And it's one of those natural building blocks of life. We can all connect around food. It's something that brings us all together. Um, and it's a very unfortunate situation that there are many, many people that can't have access to the same levels of food that others do in the United States. Um, and when we're wasting literally more than double the amount of food that's needed to feed more than 40 million Americans that are facing food insecurity each year, um, it's, it's a broken equation. It's something that we all feel driven to solve and we can all be doing this in our own ways, in our own communities everywhere. And with that being said, what 
how does it feel to have built this so far? And it's growing pretty rapidly because the need is there and you guys have that solution. So what does it feel like to have this team, the partners, like everyone coming together to make this happen? It feels surreal for so many people to be coming together at the same time towards this issue, um, especially amid COVID and amid everything that's going on with the pandemic, I think we're all coming together for answers of how we can survive and prosper. Um, and really, we're alone on this planet. You know, we're, we're together with ourselves. I mean, there's no one else besides your community and your neighbors. And I think the fact that we can help each other and actually make a difference in each other's lives and ability to prosper is such a beautiful thing. Um, and sometimes in a city, for example, with millions of people in it, um, it, it can actually be an isolating experience to have so many people around you, but so many people are concerned about themselves and what they're doing that um, you know you can actually feel isolated in a place like a city because you, you're not dependent on each other. There's so many resources, but um, those resources miss a large percent of people. And so I think it needs to be a bigger part of the conversation for everyone to be caring about their neighbors and about their own communities where they live. Um, and one of the most essential building blocks is food. The first thing we can all focus on and agree with is that food should not be wasted and no one should be hungry in this country when we're literally wasting more than double the amount of food that's needed to feed every one of the hungry Americans in our country. Mm. Spot on. And what is it like, do, do these partners come to you? Do you reach out to them? Like what has that, like even us, when we shout out the veterans group, it was so cool to see you guys partnering with them and that happening. Yeah. Like how, how does all that process go down? Yeah, so we make friends and partnerships really easily. Again, because we're focused on this same concept that we all agree with, something that we all can get behind. We make partnerships between community organizations and then also food businesses within that community. And so we're providing a crucial role for the supply chain of those grocery stores and restaurants that are wasting food. And they don't want to be wasting food, both from a financial perspective and then also just a morality perspective. You know, they want that food to go to the best use. Um, so our partnerships are actually really easy because we're fulfilling a need that these grocery stores and restaurants already want to solve. Um, and then we're taking that burden off their hands and we're giving it to a community for free. Um, and that's something that works in many different ways. It's a win-win situation. And all that's really needed is a person or, or a group of people to connect food access to food scarcity, to literally be the connector between point A and point B. Um, and so we found that college students are actually in a perfect position to do that. Mm, love that. And I saw the, the number on the board there. How many deliveries have you done total or pounds of food donated? And then also, uh, I guess you can say within the past, like if you have the numbers for like past two weeks or like past month. Sure. So overall, and then like most yeah. recent so Sharing Excess has been able to provide about a half a million meals here in the Philadelphia area since we started just in the summer of 2018. Uh, but our work is quickly growing in scale, especially due to the situation that our country is facing with COVID-19. Um, there's been a huge increase in need, over a 300% increase. Um, and communities need those staple items of produce and dairy and things that they can use to sustain their families, especially amid so much unemployment. Um, so to date, we've, I mean, at this point, we've done thousands of pickups, I think close to 3,000 pickups. Um, we're picking up on average about 200 pounds of food per delivery. Um, and we're, we're delivering this food 
seven days a week, um, and we're delivering on a scale of about 10,000 pounds a week right now. Um, just during COVID alone, we've delivered over 260,000 pounds of food, and we've been able to get that out in new and innovative ways amid COVID, where people really can't come together in the same way that they used to. Um, you know, we've really had to get strategic and creative about how we can provide more food in a time where it's actually harder to get food directly to people. Um, so we've been working with everyone in the city to make this happen, and it hasn't been easy, but it's been something that we've all come together to actually solve, which is amazing. Yeah, and then <clears throat> I wanted to ask for all of that has been done, you've located yourself so well in Philadelphia and the connections are abundant, how do you want to replicate that to solve the, like, it's very much an American issue, like right. American, our country's problem. So how do you want to spread this nationwide to each city, each, each state? Right. So sharing excess works in scales. We started first on just a very small scale, small level of just a personal level of having food excess and, and seeing an opportunity to share that and make use of that food. Um, and we're doing the same thing just on a greater scale here throughout the city of Philadelphia. Um, and this is just where we're starting. Uh, Philadelphia is one of the biggest poor cities in the United States. It's one of the most difficult cities to actually run a food rescue and food distribution operation. So our feeling is that if we can make this work here with the college students in the area and all the innovation and partnerships that we have, um, if we can make that work here, we can make it work anywhere. And so we want to make it as easy as possible for students and community members to start their own version of sharing excess in their communities, where we can be something that's widespread and easy to implement. Because all we really did was we created a network, and that's built off of relationships, and it's built off of compassion. Um, we've also built a lot of tools and resources and technologies to help make that operational. But really, at the core, it's all about compassion. It's all about the love that you have for your community and for others. Um, and also the idea that food is really something that we should all have at this point, especially when we're wasting more than double the amount of food that we need to feed everyone that's hungry in our country. Starting at the close school since now, you had all the visions, everything I just said, what were some big lessons in in this whole journey? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that if you dream it, it will come. Um, you know, having a vision and having a, a clear plan of where you want to go is so important. And literally seeing it is is an important part of it um, because you can picture what it's going to look like and making those steps, those everyday incremental steps to reach what you're seeing uh, is all it takes to make it happen. Um, one of the biggest lessons that I learned is that you should be reaching far very early. You know, I think when I first started, I didn't believe in myself to be bigger than I am. Um, you know, I always thought I really had to like work super hard at a ground level for a really long time to like prove myself. Um, but knowing now like where I am and where I was, not much has changed. You know, the mindset has remained the same. Um, it's just my confidence in asking for more and, and doing more. And so I realized if I would have just started reaching for the stars earlier, um, you know, all of this could have come in an even shorter amount of time. And, you know, it's only been two years, but um, I, I know now that if someone were to uh, start a new company or if I were to start a new company, um, 
literally looking at what is the best case scenario? Like, what is the best version of us that we can be? You know, why can't we be that next week? Why can't we be that this month? Like, what are the actual steps to get there? And how can you, you know, not cut corners, but innovate a way around something that can traditionally take a really long time and bring people together, bring resources together um, to to do something in a much greater scale and a much faster way. Um, and I, I think that that's what's really important too with any venture or any company or any mission is you should be looking at scale. You know, um, you want to first make sure you're happy doing it, right? And that the way you're doing it at a small scale makes you happy and it's something that you love and that it's something that other people love and it brings value to other people's lives. Um, but as soon as you know that, I think just naturally as human beings, we want to grow and we want to be the best we can be um, and we want to help others. And so my goal is to bring this idea, this small building block that works here locally to be something that's much greater. Um, I've seen the impact that it has for the people that I love and knowing that it can have that impact on a greater scale is something that is infinitely exciting to me. And um, I, I wanna pursue that for life because this is something that I find meaningful. It's something that I can look back at the end of my life and say, I'm happy I did this. I, I feel good knowing that I spent my time serving others and and that that's what makes me happy and it's not the money and it's not the the cars it's not the houses um really it's the personal connections and it's the interactions with the people that you're having right in front of you right now that are most important yeah yeah and, and talking about uh providing value like like is love like a main value for you guys i'd love for you to just talk about like the value set and like how that's actualizing, you know, cause it's yeah. like shown. I cause like you can't tangibly see a company's values or like your, your mission, your values, but like it's shown like your brand just exudes it. So like, what are those for you? Yeah. I mean, sharing excess in three words, honestly, if I were to break it down would be compassion, innovation, and scale. That's all we think about. You know, we're trying to scale compassion through innovation and figuring out how we can build what we've done here in a way that can reach globally, something that can activate people's ideas to be compassionate and to share with others on a large scale and normalize that and, and make that a, a facet of every community and every culture in that you know, we ought to be caring for each other. Um, that's the only way we're gonna survive and if that creates happiness and you can help yourself by helping others you know why wouldn't you do that i think there's been a perspective in in recent years and recent decades honestly that um greed is good and that you should be compiling as much as you can for yourself and stack yourself up as much as you possibly can get as much money as you can you know like the flashy cars the flashy life um that's good for your senses it's it's fun and it's it, trust me everyone loves it even even you know i i love like getting a, a new shiny toy right something that that's that's fun that i can do um for whatever amount of time but what's really interesting to me is is the long-term you know effects that it has on your soul to only be driven by materials or by things that are just for yourself um, because I've realized through this that the only point of life is to share it with others and that, you know, life on an, on an island by yourself is, is not one you want to live. Um, and that, you know, the real core, I think, of, 
of what we're doing here as people is to make love one of the most important things in our lives. Um, and really it just comes down to connecting with who's in front of you right here. And the more that we can do that, the better. And I think all of those things are built into the, the core and the fabric of who we are as a company. That's, that's solid. I love that. And then, cause I know, uh, wanted to highlight some of the team members. So if you wanted to talk about like the people who helped, uh, found this and then the people on the team now, I didn't even know you manage 30 plus people, like yeah. all volunteers, some co-ops. So, yeah. um, like what goes into managing them and then who, who helps in running sure. uh, the show now. So Sharing Excess is powered by some of the brightest students in Philadelphia. Um, we are literally working with the innovation and compassion of students to solve a really big problem, something that we can all relate with. Um, so yeah, we have, we have five departments within Sharing Excess. We have technology, we have our marketing team, we have our distribution team, our campus team, and then also finance, how we run as a nonprofit. And this is all run by students who wanted an opportunity to prove themselves, not only from a career standpoint, but also wanted to get involved directly with helping people. And I think there's no reason why we can't have both. There's this idea that if you go into a nonprofit that that's like, charity work um, and that it's not a sustainable uh, it's not a sustainable job but really I think the more that we make our businesses actually serving people and actually solving problems um, the more sustainable that business is on a long-term perspective of how it's serving people which is at the very core of, of value you know businesses run on value and, and missions run on on the value that it has to others and so um, you know it has to be meaningful and so that's what we found in, in our work and our job is that it's something that excites the youth and our community and in our country you know students right now want to solve these problems students want to get directly involved in changing the world you know we know that the world needs to be changed we're going to live with this our kids are going to grow up in the world that we're building right now and i think the mentality thus far has not been for the long term it has not been how are we building this future for our grandkids? It's been, how am I building this future for myself right now? And I think we're a whole bunch of people who realize that way of thinking has to stop. It has to come to an end if we want to grow as people. If we want to actually succeed, you know, we have to come together and be a unit. You know, we have to be one culture and one love. Um, and it's very hard to do, but I found it's, it's easier when you break it down to simplistic ideas and something we can all agree upon. And one of the most basic things is food. And one of the most basic things is sharing. And the fact that we're doing that, I think, is, is a good start for us. But more, more than anything, we're a concept and we're an action. Sharing excess is something that we all do, all something that we've all done. And now we're making it operational. We're turning this into a movement. And what we want to do is put our work in communities everywhere and make our role as a nonprofit obsolete. You know, we truly are a mission. We have a goal here. We want the idea of sharing excess and the operations of sharing excess to be working with food businesses to always share food and create 100% zero waste food industries everywhere so that that food is always being made available for people in a community that could really use it. I think at this point in our development 
as human beings, food should be taken care of. It should not be something that people are still worrying about, especially when we're wasting 126 billion pounds of food every single year. Yeah, I love that, the whole answer. And yeah. uh, I was gonna ask the, I was actually, well, there's two things. I was thinking about business and I said this to someone the other day where I was like, uh, like in the past business, it was okay to be greedy, mm -hmm. but you, like you said before, it's all about like kindness now and mm -hmm. love and like mm -hmm. exuding those values. But uh, that was just like something I thought of. But then can you talk about the apps? Cause I know yeah. the technology division, I know Lindsay's running that and yeah, talk absolutely. about the apps you guys have. Technology is a really important part about sharing excess. It allows us to make our process a lot easier and something that can scale to other areas. Um, so right now we've developed a technology that allows our distribution network to run throughout the city of Philadelphia. We're connecting food businesses with community organizations by allowing a driver to see exactly where food needs to be picked up and then delivered to make an impact and feed people that day. So our food rescue app allows for that connection from point A to point B to happen. And then I was gonna, this is going back the question from the beginning I didn't ask. You talked about everything regarding this question, but like why, why a nonprofit instead of a company? Yeah, I, I think the term nonprofit is always funny. It's funny that it's the only word to describe the work that we're doing, or I guess you can say like social impact or B Corp or whatever it is. Um, but I, I think uh, for me, I, it, didn't, it didn't matter what it is, like whether, whether it's a, an LLC, a corporation, a nonprofit, you know, at the end of the day, what I want to do is work with people and build communities. Um, and if the easiest way for me to do that is to be a nonprofit, then I'll be a nonprofit, right? Um, but at, at the core of it, it's something that's, that's way greater than what a company is. And, and I think the idea of a company is, is funny to me because it's, it seems like it's an entity, you know, it seems like it's a person, right? Um, I mean, that's what it is in the eyes of a government, too. It has its own number, right? It, you can file lawsuits against the company as if it's a person. Um, but, but really, what companies are, what businesses are, is they're a collection of people coming together for one common cause. Maybe that cause is to make money. Maybe that cause is to help people. But whatever it is, it's people coming together with one same script of here's what we're doing and here's why we're doing it. And we all agree with that. And that's what I love. That's, I, I love when people come together for one common thing because you see what other people's talents are, what other people's perspectives are, and they have to work together because you have one common goal. Um, so at Sharing Access, we've made that common goal and that common goal is to make sure that food doesn't go to waste and make sure that that food is feeding people and that we're all feeling happier and more loved because of that. Um, and the fact that that's turned into a business is, is always funny to me. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, I think what we're doing is, is much greater and it should be in, in the core building block of, of just who we are as human beings. I like that. There, there are some good, good yeah. spots in there. Yeah, I for like sure. That a lot. Um, and then, uh, anything else? I mean, was, what do you think? Is there anything else? I think, is there, is there like a good, like ending, ending mm. sentence or, um, I mean, any, anything you said we can use as an end sentence, but if there were to be like, like say this were like a documentary and we were to end it with something, uh, there was one question talked about like, what's your North star of impact mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. and, uh, like what's, and I would love for you to say like, yeah. You know, my North Star of impact, or like, 
sharing excesses North Star mm-hmm. impact blank, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I, you did say, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Is it like the common you like you said? Like, yeah, um, well, I, I we we always talk about like what's your big dream. You already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, are we good? To yeah. Go? So yeah. so just be like, I'll ask. I'll just say now. Yeah. What is your and sharing excesses North Star of impact? So our North Star of impact is really to embed the idea of sharing excess in communities everywhere to a point where we're no longer needed. You know, we don't need to be around forever and we have a goal and we have a mission. And if people are doing this everywhere and we can essentially dissolve into the sunset and know that we did our job and that our work is something that's being widely practiced and utilized, then we have achieved way further than what we had set out to do and something that that i think can stand forever and that's what we're looking to do here is create a legacy of good a legacy of change that was good that was that was solid solid. i like that ending all right that was awesome so it'd be like peace